Forgotten Flicks, episode 66.5? Oh, uh, uh, Pariahcon. Yeah, that's that's the ticket. Um, Pariahcon! This Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Navasul Slim Jim! Yeah, boy. So, we're just going to introduce this segment, this little extra bit, this bonus episode for uh, Mr. Kevin Batchelder out there, who is uh, uh, always put, pointing out that uh, nothing wrong with the old bonus episode. So, so this is basically our panel at PariahCon, which is a basically a geek convention that happened here in Central Florida, at, in Lakeland to be precise, um, for those of you who are familiar with the area, and it... Uh, it was a great convention. We had a lot of really nice people. The organizers are really good. The um, events were good. A lot of it wasn't quite as movie-focused. Um, there was a lot of anime stuff. What the hell are you talking things. about, Jay? Those foxtails were... What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so we... And it's... You know, going into this, we had a great discussion about how there are levels of geekness and... <laughs> <laughs> we wanted to make and ourselves Jason, feel better. And Jason about- is determined that we are among the aristocracy. That's right. There is a caste system of geeks, and <laughs> those fellow geeks of mine will all agree with me, but I think we'll all disagree on who is at the top of that caste system. So, uh, yes, this is actually a lot of fun. This is our first panel we've ever done at a convention, and it's basically uh, we pitched the idea of let's talk about special effects. Let's talk about... CGI versus practical effects, because it's been a running theme throughout our episodes, and we've had a lot of callers that have talked about it, a lot of emails uh, and comments, kind of back and forth between uh, this was so much better before it was CGI or it was improved with CGI. So we kind of took a funny spin on it where Joel was the voice of the practical effect and I was the voice of the CGI. But Oh, and I like to think I was the voice of the mentally challenged. Uh, yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. You had a helmet on. I did. So I did. That helped. Yep. Um, and it was actually fun because we ended up spending more time talking about, uh, which was by design, we, we had more examples of bad examples of yes. the yeah. type. So um, it was a great crowd. The people were really nice. There was a lot of uh, participation and stuff. So um, I know when we post the video, you won't really be able to see the crowd, but we had a lot of cool people in it. Um, and so special thanks to a couple of folks that came specifically just to see us. I uh, want to thank Bex and her husband, Jake. And also want to thank uh, Terry, who literally yep. came to the convention for nothing else but us, um, which was really kick-ass. And uh, the rest of the folks are very cool, too, but we didn't get all your names. So thank you very much for checking us out. And hopefully you're now listening. Well, And, and, and of course, we did meet, uh, we just mentioned uh, Dusty and Mixon from uh, Slacker and the Man podcast. Uh, they were pretty uh, cool yes. guys. It's kind of neat to meet fellow podcasters in the audience. Yeah. Especially it, it, locals, because they come from Central Florida, too. And Yep. So... Uh, you might hear some of their promos coming up in the future and, and some of that. But, yeah, it was great to hear from them and um, great to hopefully gather some new listeners from this. So. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm sure we gathered some and didn't just lose Two. more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. more. Yeah. So, <laughs> well, the one thing to consider uh, for those of you that are listening to the audio piece of this, that the majority of the movies that we played, you listening to the audio from those segments 
would be really tedious. So I went ahead and cut that out. There's one or two that I left intact uh, because of the commentary that you can hear from us pretty much throughout them. Um, I think Alien Apocalypse I left. Hobgoblins I left because I was actually an MST3K clip. And, <laughs> and it was Attack of the Monchichis. <laughs> oh, yes, pretty much. Um, and there was a one, or one or two other ones. I think the yeah. Tremors one maybe. I don't know. Anyway, there was a couple other ones. So I left those intact. The other ones I cut out, so you'll notice that it goes kind of like us introducing a clip to right afterwards. Um, yeah. The clip is missing. Uh, but the video, I'm... Well, actually, when we're recording this, I haven't done it yet. But my intention... <laughs> <laughs> is yes, to take we'll, the videos actually insert them into the video so yeah and it'll be our first uh well i guess technically our second original piece up on the youtube channel yeah um we're gonna put that up there so uh we'll, we'll and have along, that and along with the anthony michael hall segment one day from mayhem from last <laughs> year <laughs> last year don't ah <laughs> uh, we'll get some more stuff we've got some cool stuff planned for that youtube channel so uh don't cancel your subscription to it yeah all four of you do not do it Both please yeah please do not. Kevin, uh, you know. <laughs> Actually, I don't think either of the Kevins are. I don't know how to check. Oh! Oh, burn. So anyway, here is our brilliance, which is the Pariahcon panel. <laughs> yes. Uh, in Lakeland, Florida. 2012. All right, cool, guys. Thanks for coming out. We um, hope you don't mind. We're just going to sit so we don't stay in front of this. So we're not standing we're in front lazy of as hell. So we're in front of this, too. Plus, we're used to sitting most of the time we're talking, too. Um, if everybody's really good, we've got these cool achievements. I've got uh, Spear to the Knee. If you impress us, you get one of these. We have some tr- trivia at the end, so everybody can guess trivia. If by good, you laugh. That's <laughs> 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 stupid crap. Or at least pretend. I got you, man. Yeah. 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 It's all good. That's fucking hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> See? You guys get it. All right, good. All right. So a couple of, uh, a couple of quick um, disclaimers before we get into this. We are going to be talking about effects. So some of the effects that we show uh, do have a little bit of gore, a little bit of uh, uh, blood in them. So if anybody's easily offended, uh, doors that way. (laughs) (laughs) Mild language, stuff like that. We're also recording, so uh, if you guys don't mind, we're recording this. uh, Jill and I do a podcast called Forgotten Flicks, so we're going to be releasing this on on the show and kind of doing a thing about that. So if anybody has any hang-ups about that, we want to at least make an announcement. If you're Um, wanted... And kind of, <laughs> we take bribes. We don't have a card. We actually didn't get cards printed up, but we're going to have all of our info at the end kind of popped up. So if, uh, we, we have Twitter, Facebook, all that stuff. So we'll be uh, happy to show you what we've got. But we didn't print out cards for this, unfortunately. So, like I said, lazy. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. Cheap bastards is more what I was well, thinking. Yes, but that too. It's all good. Um, so I want to start kind of introducing ourselves. Uh, my name is Jason, and uh, this is my buddy Joel, and we co-host a podcast called Forgotten Flicks. We've been on for about a year and a half, and we focus on movies pretty much from the 70s up to the 90s. Um, we do kind of forgotten films. We do kind of revisit like films. Like Gremlins or Die Hard. Right. <laughs> we revisit films that have also been uh, uh, forgotten because they've been remade, like Nightmare on M Street. Like or, everything. Yeah, Red Dawn. Like every effing movie. Yeah. In the la- yeah. yeah. If it's so, like older than 10 years old, it's fair game. 80s yeah. means just yeah. remake in the yeah. 90s, yeah. Yeah, pretty much. So um, <laughs> we go down some funny paths, too. We, uh, we, we're we a pretty big Bruce Campbell fan, so we've hit a bunch of his uh, stuff. As a matter of fact, we've got one of, the, um, one of his clips in here because he's had some fantastic special effects 
yes. in his films, I would have to say. Yeah, I would like it to be known because I am completely biased <laughs> and have a man crush on Bruce Campbell. <laughs> That's the... the, the Bruce Campbell. <laughs> oh! <laughs> you were on the good list for a bad, you know, with an achievement, man. <laughs> it's gone. Right. <laughs> so, the, yeah, the, the pick, that was, a, that was a Jason pick. Oh, but you will agree it is fantastic. Yeah, it's, it's It awful. is fantastic. Yeah. Um, so one of the things that we talk about a lot are special effects, especially uh, CGI effects, because a lot of the movies coming out now tend to rely on that as just the way to pull people in. Uh, a lot of sci-fi movies, a lot of horror movies. Um, we even have a lot of movies like um, sci-fi's original films, which we have some friends that uh, do some shows with those, like Mega Shark versus Giant Octopus or some of those. Um, and we're always going back and forth, kind of old school, new school, of what is better. I mean, is it practical effects? Is it the corn syrup blood that gets splattered across the wall? Is it, you know, the rubber wall in Friday the 13th, or in um, Nightmare, Nightmare on Elm Street, Street yep. you know, when he's pressing against? Or is it the CGI type stuff that you see more of today? And, and so we thought it'd be a good uh, topic to kind of run through for a panel, or at least for us to talk about, sort of what we believe is better. Um, and then as we started gathering examples, it kind of came into what we believe is worse um, because there are abuses of these that I think um, go back and forth. But in general, there are good examples of both. So what we're going to do is kind of take a point, yeah. counterpoint um, uh, point of view here. I'm going to represent CGI, so I'm going to talk about some examples of CGI. Tell everybody, that's the guy you hate. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm also going to point out some bad. Um, but then Joel's going to take uh, the practical effects. The good stuff. Yeah, and what we mean by effects, it can really run the gamut. So effect is, is a special effect is anything that's either not practical to do in real life, so somebody dying or some creature that is but you could do in real life. bigger than life. You could. Uh, yeah, you could. I'm just saying. I know a guy. Yeah. You want to get a film, no. I know a guy. Yeah. Um, and I actually pulled up the, the, uh, the definition, so I wanted to go through this. Visual effects are the various processes by which imaginary is created and or manipulated outside the context of a live-action shoot. Visual effects involve the integration of live-action footage, generated imagery to create environments which look realistic but for uh, various reasons are either too dangerous, costly, or just simply impossible to capture on film. But I would also point out that depending on who you're arguing with at the time, I think that some people would argue all effects are visual because obviously it's a visual yeah. medium. So um, I think that that distinction of computer generated, um, and of course that definition was courtesy of Wikipedia. And Which we all know is true. Well, yes, and in, in the like, gospel like internet movie database where we get trivia from. I mean, yes. it's never wrong, <laughs> ever. Never, ever. Don't question the God that is Wikipedia. No, I know, uh, I won't. <laughs> so, um, so, okay, so we want to go ahead, go ahead and, and progress. Yes. We've got this fancy PowerPoint here, but we've got some oh, cool movies to go through. Oh. Yeah, but, ah. Hold on. Mar marketing and pimping. Or that's where you um, right. um, Yeah, so our website, ForgotFlix.com, I guess we've kind of already gone through that. So let's go ahead and talk about what are effects. I've kind of gotten into it. So some of the examples that popped up, just kind of visual examples of what effects are. Things that can't be done in reality other than Pocahontas in blue. Yeah. Um, Can so, I forget that? What's that? Can I forget that one? Forget the movie? What, is no. It back to you, the Fern Gully in space. Who is yeah, the Fern, Fern Gully in yeah. space? Yeah. 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 Well, it's the same story. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Over. Same thing. So a couple things. You know, you can't shoot bullets at people. You can't actually have a fifty-foot-tall monster walking through space. You know, some of those things that just don't really work. Um, but there's various uh, examples. So we've got stop-motion effects. So some of the great stuff from Seven Voyages of Sinbad, or uh, some of the really cool stuff you got from uh, the original Clash of the Titans. 
And then you've got the CGI remake of that, which is the, the new Clash of the Titans. Um, but some of the stuff that, that you have kind of is supposed to be part of the story. It's supposed to help tell the story, which is kind of what, what I want to let you talk about, which is what are they supposed to do? Why do we use effects, visual effects? Well, how about this? I'm going to do that really obnoxious hosting of whatever this is thing and, and ask, is anybody out there, can you tell me why? Like, what's, you know, how, how do you feel? Yep. Yeah, come on. Come on. If you are, just, just wander in. We will not judge you, I swear. We will. Okay. We have. So, the, the, we were, we were, you want to just recap? You want to start from the beginning? Since they So, we're here to talk about softcore porn. Yes. And how you too can join our production Welcome. company. Um, we're going to talk about sign ups. The afterwards. achievements are going to be given out based on one criteria and one criteria alone. And. <laughs> so, I think I'm winning. Yeah, uh, <laughs> whoa! <laughs> Put your hands on the table, sir. Um, yes. <laughs> so, uh, yes, of course, here we have an example of, of more practical. Now, Independence Day um, would be, they used models and other things, and there was obviously some level of CGI in that film as well. And the Jurassic Park is sort of known for being, um, in fact, I love the fact that you got a movie that's almost 20 years old, and when you watch it, the CGI still looks better than... Ninety percent of a lot of the ones that are coming out now. So, but it did integrate a lot of practical mixed in with it, yeah. um, which doing? is also a good indicator. It's also one thing I don't want to let off on. We're going to talk about this when we go through some. It has nothing to do with budget because there are plenty of big budget movies it's that crap. it's just a waste. And so it's not. It's also not about time period either. So we've got some great examples of when CGI was new, and in the in the mid '80s. That there are some awful examples, but then they actually do some really good ones depending on how it's blended together. So yeah, and I, and I think another point you made: this is all completely subjective, obviously. Yeah. Um, and more than likely, you're going to disagree with every single thing that we show you, yeah. um, and that's fine. Be my be my guest. And, and and I think another point is is that it really is the integration. Jake was just mentioning this earlier. It's if you can combine practical and CGI together in an effective, seamless way that does not draw attention to itself, that really is is the goal and the objective. But uh, do you want to? Did yes. I, did I miss anything? Or we so, no, that's pretty much it. So okay. we're going to start by talking about some good examples, and we we pulled out our two easy ones first, and then we're going to go into some bad. But um, and now seeing that there's no kids in here, I totally was going to use John Carpenter's a thing, and I wish I had. Damn it. Yeah. Okay, that's okay. okay. It's I was good. trying to be good. So let's go ahead and get to our first good one. So okay. this is uh, this is Joel's going to start. He's going to we're going to talk good practical first. Now so. again, remember subjective. <laughs> All right. Now, that was from the, the guy, for anybody know who the dude that turned into the big bug? Mark Hamill. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> and uh, I believe Screaming Mad George and Steve Wang directed it, and Screaming Mad George was a big effects guy, especially back in the 80s and the 90s. Um, uh, I personally, I, hadn't seen, I think when I saw this is when it first went to video, so it had been a really long time, and I was looking for some clips, and I came across it, and I was more impressed by the way he looks at the end, because obviously now that would not, they would not even have bothered trying to create a, a big creature, you know. Cockroach. Yeah, yeah whatever, whatever the hell he is. Yeah. And and so that was that was sort of the first example. Originally, that was going to be the thing, but uh, just keeping that in mind. Yes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> All right. You wanna... Very good. Okay, so um, the one I picked uh, for my first one, is it, uh, which one did you put first? Is it Pale Man? Yeah. Okay. So I chose an example. Go ahead. You can uh, click through. Um, the one I chose is uh, Pan's Labyrinth. Have you Everybody seen that? There's a segment in this uh, where um, 
Guillermo del Toro uses the pale man, and, and he creates this, this amazing creature, and he's got the hands up. But there are a couple of points of it. There, there is phys- physical practical effects, but the legs, pay special attention to the legs of the creature. Those are all CGI, as well as the fairies that are part of this, which I think is just a beautiful, beautiful blend. And we don't have the good you know, DVD version of it, but... Um, I love kind of the interaction of the CGI and the practical, the physical world, and there's no, it's very seamless. So, Again, very cool scene, and I love the way that they don't focus too much on the stuff that's CGI. It's a lot of just, it's meant to flow with the story and not, not be a real uh, distractor, which again, I think is a big point on effects. And I just want to point out, you know you made the big time when the con you're at... <laughs> Comes in and says, "Who are you guys?" That is awesome. That is. I bet George Lowe got that earlier too. No, so no, I feel no, okay no, with that. No. You know, that, we should have been like, well, we weren't supposed to. What? what? We should have played that off. That'd be great. <laughs> you kicked out. Uh, All right, your turn. Yeah, my turn. Okay, so uh, the next one up um, is another example of good practical. I chose Tremors. Um, because I find it extremely depressing. I used to be a teacher, which is terrifying in and of itself. And uh, middle school, that's why I'm not one anymore. Um, now the restraining order says he's not allowed as near yeah, school well, anywhere. Yeah, well, so what? You know. um, come on in, man. <laughs> uh, and uh, I would often bring up movies that I just sort of take for granted that people know. Like, I don't know, Raiders of the Lost Ark. And blank. Like, what? Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I got 160 kids. I'd have five that would know what I was talking about. It was That's sort of what one of the inspirations was for doing this podcast was the idea that movies that we take for granted that, you know, were incredible films that uh, yeah. other people might forget. So um, this is a clip from Tremors. Again, we do apologize for quality because it's YouTube. So. Mm. Reba McIntyre's best film, by the way. And her, and, and her first. I haven't seen her other ones. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> you know. And who knew, who knew Alex Keaton's dad was a badass? Okay. And Isn't so, that where he says you picked the wrong basement to break into? Or yeah, something? the wrong goddamn basement, you bastard. Yeah. So they, they had like... Uh, you know, these miniatures, there's reprojection in there. And one thing that's interesting to note, like with all the practical effects type films, is that the cutaways, obviously, because you, 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 know, you need those moments to sort of, especially like with the transformation scene, you, right. you position your actor, you block them in just such a way. Um, with CGI, and I mean, a lot of people make that argument that uh, it's just, that's, it'll just be continuous. It'll just, you know, it'll flow through. There, there won't be as many cutaways. So, um, but Which is, I think, where the good examples come in. So show my next one, and I'll show you the same type of thing that blends in. It's, it's not so much just focusing on it the entire time. It's, it's treating it like you're telling the whole story anyway. So go ahead and let's go to this. Uh, my last one uh, for the good CGI is, again, a blend. Um, this is from Where the Wild Things Are, which is a very cool... Um, the heads are all... The, the faces and the heads in this are CGI, even though the body and... and um, the, the costume, people, yeah. the costume is there, but the faces are actually blank and the, the faces are CGI. But it's brilliant the way, it's beautiful the way they do the mouth and everything on this. He always reminded me of the, the big guys in uh, Fraggle Rock. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, but again, it's, a, it's kind of a cool blend. It's not necessarily straight up. So, um, so we've got some really cool stuff in here um, that we wanted to transition to because as we put this list together, we realized there are a whole lot better bad examples. So we wanted to highlight why and what happens when they go wrong 
Yeah, when, and if one of your favorite movies is in here, we apologize in advance. I don't, because these are all awful. <laughs> He's an asshole. I'm not, so apologize in advance. <laughs> all right, so... Let the snark begin. What was your first one? Um, hold on, i got to take a second to remember. Oh, yeah, so my first one is actually, I, I picked it because it's big budget, and uh, it's supposed to be a suit from the original Superman. Um, not him flying around like, we'll let, you know, all they go. It's actually the uh, Hoover Dam scene because you'll see. Um, there's actually no audio on this particular clip, but. Well, and a good point, too, is that it's not about the whole movie being bad. Yeah. Sometimes it's We're just a scene yeah. they try and do. There's a couple in here that the whole movie is exceptionally <laughs> yeah. bad. But, okay. But, yes, to your point. All right. So, yeah, so we have the it's slow motion, to, so the, the water looks a little more realistic. It's pretty much when you get up to the village. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, yeah. Look, it's my train! Yeah. So your train set. train set. Proof that just making water go slow does not make it look big. <laughs> yeah. If, you, if they let it go at the proper oh, my frame rate, it would have been really bad. So yeah, there's an example of a big budget movie, but you know they worked with what they got. And uh... all right, so Jay, you ready for? Yes, yes. Let's go into mine. My uh, my first one is representative of a whole genre. I mentioned it at the beginning. I happen to be love these movies, but. The CGI in them is god-awful, and I think that's part of why people like them and why I like them. So this actually is, is one of my favorites, so I picked one trailer to play as kind of the representative. So. Deep in the Everglades. As long as they're all brown-nosing each other, they ain't out here trying to rest us You know that part where it's eating the train. The rest is awesome. The rest, <laughs> seriously, the best part of that movie is cake wrestling between Debbie Gibson and Tiffany. I, I love, I love, I love created by man cut to shot of Tiffany. <laughs> <laughs> that was the best part of that trailer. 
I would say that's Tiffany's best film, but actually, Mega Piranha, which is the same same vein again, made by some, is even better. So you can catch that one. It has um, who's the guy that played in the TV series of Highlander, the the long ponytail? Huh? Is it Adrian Paul? Who's a Highlander? No. Adrian Paul. Was it Adrian Paul? Yeah. So he's in it too. So this is this is just over the top. Yeah. Highlander two. Right. The quickening. Oh. All right. So, now, bad practical. Um, top of my head, I'm trying to remember what my... I think The Howling was my number two. And I love The Howling. I love Joe Dante. Let's get that out of the way right. But at the end, and if you haven't seen The Howling, I'm going to spoil the very end of it. So if you want to walk out, come back in. I'm cool with that. Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> you haven't seen you would it be yet, surprised really emails one gets when one doesn't warn people about spoilers. So yeah. I'm just letting it out now. Um, we do. We get hate mail for talking about what happens at the end of Breaking Two, Electric Boogaloo. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so for for this particular one, it's not so much that the the execution of the effect is bad. It's just how it ends up. And if you've seen the Howling, you probably know exactly what I'm talking about. I know what you're thinking because I've been where you are. That's enough. Leave and it. it's possible Leave to imagine. Believe it! But I have proof, and tonight I'm going to sh- show you something to make you believe. Yeah, it's, this is fine. I'm good with this. <laughs> Still good. The eyes were cool effects. Yeah. Oh! I'm okay, I'm okay with it. There's not much to it, but I'm okay with that. That's the answer. Wow. by the way, the director. What do you kids watching? The news where he's turned into a werewolf. It's a dog. It's a Pomeranian. It's like a pump. <laughs> a Shih Tzu. Make it? Make it! Switch! Switch, Sammy! Switch! So, yes. <laughs> so, it's not so much that the execution was awful as much as it was, I think, more of a design thing, because... I'd say that was almost an Ewok. And, that, and, and Rob Bottin, and Rob Bottin, who was one of my favorite effects guys ever, was heavily involved. That Rick Baker originally was on it and moved over to American World in London. Um, but I don't know to what degree Mr. Bottin designed that particular one. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah, that was not one of my favorites. So. <laughs> um, this next one goes into one of the I think one of the traps that CGI falls into, and it's recreating a known face. Um, we've talked about this when we, we had our uh, we talked about the remake of Tron um, and kind of CGI attempting to show uh, Jeff Bridges' face and it looked off and you couldn't put your finger on it but it's it's because you know the brain has facial recognition that is so sophisticated that being able to recreate a face so much that a person you think oh that's exactly them it, it doesn't work and it it's special it didn't work in Tron it was close it was okay they could have got away with it I, I think if they had just kept him in the virtual world that way you just thought alright it's computerized that's cool but when he was in the real world it, it didn't work so this is another example of a known face and you guys will all know him trying to be recreated it doesn't work 
not as cool as that wonderfully cliche shot at the end where we have the crane go above somebody. Right, and, and the camera draws up. Usually it's going, no! Yeah. But yeah, in that case it was. <laughs> All right, so next up. Um, anybody see Peter Jackson's uh, King Kong? Yes. Okay. Like it, hate it, show of hands, liked it. Don't, don't be ashamed if you liked it. <laughs> Hated it. Um, I liked it. I just found the whole all the boat stuff like it just that felt really like really long to me. I want to get Skull get Skull Island, get back, you know. But that being said, the effects I thought were phenomenal. Um, if you've ever seen uh, King Kong Lives from 1985, this is a very short clip, but it's all you need to know. This movie is awesome on a whole other level. That started Linda Hamilton. It was written by Stephen Pressfield, who went on to, he's an you know, accomplished novelist, I think won Academy Award for like uh, Legend of Bagger Vance. So, yeah, everybody was convinced that that movie was going to be awesome and a huge hit, and it wasn't. Proof that having names on the movie does not make it a no. movie. No, so. yeah, you're a Terminator. Yeah, not so much. Uh, All right, so, Jay. So the next one I'm going to go to is uh, is a Bruce Campbell flick, and uh, for those of you, he's, he's uh, most recently, what's the TV show he's in now? I don't watch it. Burn Notice. Burn Notice, Burn right? Notice. Burn Notice is in now. Um, we saw him at Mayhem. He doesn't watch. Just, I don't watch. Just, I, I watch oh. movies, not TV. So no. Yeah, my name is Bruce. I love that movie. He was in uh, Bubba Hotep, which is a fantastic Bubba movie. Hotep. Bubba Hotep. Bubba Hotep is fantastic. Um, it's Army of Darkness and some others. I love Bubba Hotep. This may be one that you may not have seen. This is Alien Apocalypse. <laughs> oh, that was a, that was a really good. Now, this was a. I think it was a direct to TV release. I think sci-fi was their biggest. Uh, was it? Yeah. Was yeah. It yeah. Just watch. Just, yeah. That's, that's all I can say. And I owe Jason an apology because when he sent me all his clips to put in, I thought that there was a part at the beginning and I cut it out and it's somebody getting their head cut off, which was awesome. But it's the battle scene. That's the main thing. And you do see someone. No, there is still a head. Yes, yeah, you, get, you will get your... There's a head scene. Which I knew was what you wanted. Cover, something's coming. And I wanted to make sure... There's Bruce. He really wasn't in the other scene. <laughs> Scariest aliens ever. This is a bad cutaway. Can't see the alien. No, he's not, he off pulls camera. back green slime. <laughs> yeah, let me just check out the sword while we're in the middle of that. Hey, they're a good shot. Look at that. Look at that. Right in the hole. I can do that. This is awesome. 
kind of awesome. <laughs> the best part about this is it's sort of like if you ever watch any of the sci-fi original stuff, they're chewing the scenery like there's no tomorrow. So they know what they're in. Oh. In this one, it's sort of like, besides Bruce and, no, and, I, I think that they, and the main heroine, yeah. they're acting like it is their big break. Like they have got to be so serious and <laughs> it's... I love it. All right. I love it. So, <laughs> so next up is a... Uh, you know what? I'm not even going to tell you. We'll just go into it. <laughs> Because if anyone in here with your favorite movie, I'm sorry for you that this... Hey. Never mind, I plan to do the thing. Um, um, so, yes. I, yeah, I'm just going to... Jaws the Revenge, people. Oh, wait, spoiler alert if you haven't seen it, sorry. Shark dies. Yeah, shark's going to die. And it roars. And it hovers, defying gravity. And it's a bleeder. There is, there was, I, I, several things I read were knocking the whole original Jaws, Quint, you know, shark. Okay, Every, oh, that doesn't hold. It looks, you know what? Compared to that, it is yeah, it was perfect. Awesome. But it wasn't is, it? Wasn't it Spielberg that said at two point one seconds or one point eight seconds the shark looks great? At two point yes. six seconds, it yes. looks awesome. He, he so. was, he was, yeah, he was uh, savvy enough to realize to show as little as possible um, under the circumstances. Okay, you're up, Jay. <laughs> All right. So this is one that I actually dragged my wife to go see. It was one I was really excited to come out in and theaters. just so we're clear, his wife really doesn't like the same kind of uh, movies. Not at all. Not at all. But she agreed because I was a comic book collector for many, many years. I haven't in a while. But this was one. It was, it was back before this recent spate of new comic book movies have come out. So this was one I was like, oh, I was a huge fan of Image. So when this came out... I heard somebody say it. <laughs> I have never, awesome. never lived this down. Hey, Leguizamo was awesome. <laughs> was always awesome. He was the only part that was good Did you good see about the, pest? Yeah. the pest? The pest was fantastic. <laughs> All right. You are the dead man. Maybe he's got merch. See hell out. Who is going to be Uncle Ben? <laughs> Oh, 
Get any better? The effects. It does. I don't know his name. Is that his name? No, I, I will totally defer to anybody that I don't have IMDb in front of me to cheat and then be proven wrong because IMDb is a sucky resource. Um, but uh, I actually don't hate that movie nearly as much as you do. I don't know why. I mean, I don't think it's a great movie, but yeah. Well, for me, it wasn't some. I mean, I'm not knocking the movie overall as bad as the CGI in it seemed to me very, very cheap and very easy. Considering some of the movies that came out around this time period. Yeah. That had better, so like Virtuosity or Lawnmower Man Two. Lawnmower Man Two okay. was a classic. <laughs> Shut your mouth. Okay. I would be remiss if I did not include a clip from this movie. Again, end of the movie. It's a spoiler alert for Troll Two. So run out now because you will be. If you know this going in, the ru- movie is ruined for you. <laughs> and who has seen Troll Two? That's it, really? Uh, oh, we should have done like a midnight screening of Troll Two, man. That's that would have been better. So all nobody else in here seen uh, Troll Two? Oh my god! There's a whole documentary on that. Oh yeah, yeah, best worst movie is fantastic. Yeah. yeah, it's called the best worst movie. Yeah, if you have Netflix, Instagram, I think it's still yeah. on there. It's fantastic. The kid who, yeah, well, and the kid who was the main kid from Troll Two is one that directed the documentary. So that's really. Well, and the best thing is the director refuses. To, he does not understand how anybody sees it as a bad movie. He still thought it. was Oh yeah, in the do, in the documentary he gets he really talks about it. He, yeah. gets, he gets upset. But he so. did another movie called Monster Dog with Alice Cooper that if you haven't seen. That, <laughs> Everyone hates. No. I do for some reason. I did. I, I went into that expecting Troll Two quality. It actually was not as bad as I thought it would be. All right, that's <laughs> Troll Two. There, well, it's scary. Lightning is very scary. And if you, my, my favorite part about I think in the documentary, the interview, the director and his. I don't. I think it's his wife that she wrote the screenplay. Well, I'm not his wife or just partner. And. Her reasoning behind writing the screenplay for Troll 2 is several of her friends have become vegetarians and it really pissed her off. <laughs> and this was definitely payback. So good on her. <laughs> she showed them. So, Jay? All right. So this one is um, is one that – it's one of those that it has another big name attached to it. So you would think it would sell. And this is probably my favorite monologue in a movie ever. And if you haven't seen this movie, watch it just to see this scene. This is – Absolutely and of fantastic. Course it didn't spoil it, but anyway. yeah, and it's a little spoilery, but it's yeah. it's fantastic. It cuts right into when he's doing his like get everybody. Pumped yeah, it's, it's it's from a movie called Deep Blue Sea. Oh. <laughs> yes, Samuel L. Jackson. Roll them. Effect all you want. I thought that was a nice little play against convention. I'm sorry. He's given on the. Pu- we should have cut to a montage of everybody getting ready. That's what you should have had. Right like, there. Yeah, yeah. We're with you, no. man. We're. Oh. Oh, we're screwed. What this clip does show is the immediate scene right after this is it go uh, is the the CGI sharks underwater and they both grab a part of him and kind of spread off. This was one that I blended. I I was I was a toss up between this. And snakes on a plane. Yeah. So, the the snake crotch scene and snakes on a plane, which is still the best TV adaption ever, 
these monkey fighting snakes on a monkey fighting plane. Is <laughs> where they yeah, the covered up yeah. the sensor. Okay. Thing, so. so Originally, as I was going through to find like what I thought, because you know, Troll Two would have been the gimme as far as doing a worst practical effects. I didn't want to do that one. So originally, I had a clip from an old Doctor Who episode called um, was "Invasion of the Dinosaurs." If you've ever yes. seen that, yeah, yeah. Wow, profound. That was that was profound. I mean, even in the behind the scenes thing that I, that I watched, the the original uh, guys who were the producers, they were just trying to find some reason why it was that bad. But because we were doing the movie thing, yep. um, my clip is actually the only clip other than the trailer I could find was off of MST3K. So you're going to get the commentary along with it. Um, it is Hobgoblin from 1988. That is my winner. Meet the Hobgoblins. Frankie, Snipples, Bounce Bounce, and the Claw. Come to and break. And I kind of cut it a little bit so it would truncate. Okay, olive oil. What's the king? Would you just go back in the house and leave me alone? I see your point, yes, I agree. Breathing all over me? Who's the light on the... Oh, oh. 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 yeah, the source, the windows. on the integrity of the fabric of this car. But I'm trying to... Strobe makes this scarier! After my date at Prince, I went right home. probably going to be a little controversial. So I have not one, not two, but three examples to make my case. And this really looks he's like made, He's laying his case before like yeah. court. <laughs> so this is mine. And I'm not saying it's the worst ever, but this is bad. So just, just so we're clear, if you've never heard our show, which is probably other than like one person in here hasn't, um, but we are original trilogy guys, would you say? Just a bit? Oh, don't give away. Go, oh, ahead. Go, ahead. go ahead. Come on, just play. Hold on, hold on, I got it. I messed it up. I'm gonna hold this. 
Exhibit A. Original cut, 1977. With the deleted scene, yeah. Yeah, deleted scene wasn't in it, right? I've been waiting for you. What the hell is that? Okay, let's make him darker, because that makes him scarier. So let's make him a dark brown instead of light brown. I will say that's significantly better than 97. It is better. Why is he talking into his nose? Understand, I just can't afford to make exceptions. Where would I be if every pilot we smuggled for me dropped this consignment at the first sign of an Imperial starship? It's not good. John, not the Uno. Even I get bored it sometimes. Oh, I think I had a choice. But I got a nice, easy charter now. I'll pay you back, plus a little extra. I just need a little more time. That is awful. If you disappoint me again, I'll put a price in your head so big you won't be able to go near a civilized system for the rest of your life. Java, you're a wonderful human being. Basca. Okay, so I will at least concede that the original didn't have any of that in it. So that's not so bad. This, however, there is absolutely no excuse for. Yeah, that's all you should have shown. <laughs> that! That what? It doesn't even look like him! I'd be much too frightened if he's a senator. Rebel in your pain. It almost ended well. <laughs> Death by flea. Annie, are you all right? That's his actual reaction when they were describing the scene to him. And he was on set, so they just left it. Okay, I'm feeling sick. Turn this on. <laughs> Okay, if that wasn't enough, I have one last thing, and if you don't believe me after this one, I'll give it up, and I won't say anything else about it again. Should I have my, oh, my caveat? No, no, okay, no, okay. no caveat. Okay. Right. This is awful. Okay. <laughs> I tried to make the argument to him, the effect, the effect itself isn't. <laughs> Who here liked Jar Jar? Just admit it. So I'll let the contrary. Jake! Yes! And Jake is huge, so no, nobody in here is going to talk back to him. Come on, somebody else. Okay, there you go. Somebody. Although I will say, as a Keystone Cops bit, it works very well. <laughs> yes. Yeah. True enough. I, I would have picked simply the fact that Han freaking shot first. That's the scene. 
I'm just uh, yeah. sorry. Yeah, because technically that was CGI, point. making his mm-hmm. hand and shot and everything. But, yeah. 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 So anyway, I submit the entire sextility. Uh, okay. All right. So, so that's want to jump right in? Yeah. So we have uh, badges. We've got a couple of things uh, we want to show you. An image of a movie. Uh, we're first person to raise your hand and get it right. We uh, have a achievement for. So first flick. Oh, oh, God, what is it called? Last Starfighter. Last Starfighter. Nice. Oh, Significant how? I thought that would have been an easy one. Damn it. The next one's easy. This, is, this was the first, actually the first, to have uh, full CGI. Uh, the ships and all the battle sequences were all CGI ships. So. I remember Zerg was actually a pretty impressive thing when he said hologram at the beginning. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, oh! Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Ready? Come on. In the back. Nice. Evil dead. Terry's like, I'm not even going to bother with Joel. Because I know Joel, and that would be a conflict of interest. Well, right. guy, oh, no, the guy in the back got it, too. Dude. Oh, I, yeah. I, I'm sorry, I didn't know you pointed something. Yeah, you got it. Okay, well, we have one left, and we have... No, we have two left. Yeah, I know, but I get the guy in the back. Oh, okay. I'll save it for you. Okay, okay, okay. I didn't know you called somebody. Oh, squirrel vampire. If he gets this one for sure. I'm going with Real Vampire. What is it? Oh, you're so close, dude. Close. You're close. No. You, he had Night of the Shrews. Well, since he only got it partially right, we'll, we'll give it to him because it totally yeah. ties in with that. Okay, this okay. is Attack of the Killer Shrews. And if you've ever seen this... <laughs> it's like a Doberman, right? It's basically... Um, it's um, James Best. James Best. Uh, who played <laughs> Roscoe yeah. P. Coltrane in the Dukes of Hazzard. is very young in this. They basically crash land on an island that everything has grown up really big, and of course they're trying to convince you that shrews are the most ferocious animal ever when they really look like Dobermans with a shag carpet. Because that's over them. what they are. Right, and so it's just dogs running around, and this is the close up. It's actually like on a stick, it looks like. So it's, it's awful, awful. Okay, last one. I see any hands go up. Oh, there we go. That was awesome. All right. Well, that's all we have, guys. Um, we do have uh, some information on our, on our website and our podcast. Check us out. We've got lots of reviews. Uh, we're both on Twitter. We've got a group page. We've got a uh, um, uh, put up all of our, our stuff up on Facebook. For and we have a guy who does all the show art for our show that's fantastic. Who's, uh, his name's Kevin Spencer. So We have interviews. We do movies from all over. We had uh, Lance Hendrickson on with us not too long ago. Um, we've had... Um, um, well, we do a bunch. So you yeah. see kind of the span of the movies we do. So... Um, love to have you guys listen in and uh, leave us some comments. But um, that's all I have. Thank you very much. Thanks for coming out.